Welcome to the Encouragement Podcast for the end of this week where the heat has been relentless, the nasturtiums have actually grown and I tried something really adventurous which was eating a nasturtium leaf, which sounds very simple until you realise that there was wee black buggy things growing up on the other, other side that I hadn't quite noticed. Blech. Anyway, that's enough of my adventures. Welcome to today's podcast and especially welcome to Jenny. Jenny, hello. Hello, hello. It's lovely to be here. Oh, listen, you're one of the most adventurous people I know, which we'll come to shortly, but what have you been up to today and how's Bradford? Uh, Bradford is lovely uh, and I have been writing today, which kind of takes us into probably what you're about to talk to me about. Yeah, I've been writing well, stories today. Writing stories. Now, the reason I, I, I invite you on the podcast, apart from the fact you're a wonderfully lovely, delightfully gorgeous person and, and Luke and your, the, the girls are just splendiferously joyful to be with, is because you you had a bit of an adventure just a short few years ago, less than a few years ago. And I'd love you to tell me a wee bit about the adventure you had. So what was it and how did it happen? Well, I was uh, a teacher for over 15 years. And towards the end of that, I was a deputy head for about four years, uh, helping to run a really lovely but um, tough school in inner city Leeds. Um, And then um, a few years earlier, one of my friends had been chatting to me about stories and books that I like to read. And and I got very passionate talking to her. Um, Uh And and she said, "Um, do you write stories? And I was like, well, I used to. Uh, And she's like, oh, well, maybe that's something you should think about. So I'd started writing. and yeah, about two years ago, I decided to stop being a teacher and um, pursue writing and do that um, most of my time now. So, so tell me this, I mean, lots of people, lots of us, including myself, we talk about, well, I'd love to change and do this and I'd love to stop this and do that. But taking a step out of a secure position where you've got a regular income coming in, where you don't have to think about, well, you, you know, you, anything apart from you know you go to work and you enjoy planning holidays being with the kids but you've got the security and for a lot of people that the leap from a secure thing into something that was uncertain is a really big leap I also was at the time when you did it you changed your hair and you got it all colored lovely was it pink or lavender yes. or <laughs> you, went, you went wild you went for the wild things grow but how did you make that step of going what encouraged you to make the step from certainty and security to uncertainty? Um, Well, there was a couple of things. One was absolutely just wanting to see my children more. Um, I I think that's the thing that drives a lot of people. I I wanted to be more involved in their lives than I had time to be when I was uh, being a deputy head. Um, But the real real driver for me was um, I wanted more... um, I wanted to have a bigger influence in children's lives because what I'd, I did a bit of maths. Um, it might sound silly. Right. But I, did, I did a bit of maths as to how many children I was kind of impacting and making their lives better and making their lives more fun. You know, I was seeing a lot of uh, very sad children in where uh-huh. I was working. Um, uh-huh. And when I was a teacher, you know, that was a good 30 a year, which is okay. And then when I was a deputy head, I was like, well, actually, I've got about 400 children in school. That's that's pretty decent. And then uh-huh. I kind of did the maths to them at the end of my life. And I was like, that's not enough children. Like, that's that's, that's just not enough children. Oh, right. there's, there's, too many, there's too many unhappy <laughs> children out there. Um, uh-huh. and, I, and I really felt like um, 
they they that I could do something um more ambitious I felt like I could um bring a bit of joy into their lives and um you know experience a bit more freedom in my own life but also reading is is an incredibly freeing experience you can be in the worst of times and if you pick up a book you can immediately transport yourself to the best of times um and children all all people need that I believe but children really really need that um and I wanted to be part of that for the the most as many children as I possibly could basically so yeah oh I mean, the, 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 at the same time as you did the books, though, I, I remember um, Nat's um, statement as my daughter saying that you'd also banned all plastic from the house. It was like it was like the revolution. It was like a lifestyle revolution, not just the writing, but the plastics and stuff. Have you kept that up? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I would really encourage anybody to get involved in that. And and there's so many there's so many ways to get rid of plastic that. Um, um, well, that's another book. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Well, I need, I need the book. Yeah. So my my first children's book, actually, the monster in it is a litter monster because I just uh-huh. I do feel quite passionate about this as well. That um, you know, I don't think um, I would never just um, say right, no more plastic anywhere. You know, like, we need it for a lot of medical things, and you know, it is necessary yeah. in places and useful. Yeah. Um, but there's so many ways you can get rid of it in your life. And and I just, I think it's good to ask yourself the question, is there one thing I could do to just get rid of a bit of plastic? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask, how many books have you actually written? Because I know that I, I saw, you know, one going out. And I know you've got two, but how many, have you got a series of them? And what are they called? Just so uh, I can go and get some for my grandchildren. You're very kind. Uh, it is a series. Um, the books are all about a fairy called sugar who sings all the time and is very joyful um and a dragon called blaze so they're the sugar and blaze stories uh and i've written three now i wrote one um that's called that's rubbish um, uh-huh. and it actually changed its name uh, based on um, based on uh, a little girl that kind of read it and kept going that's rubbish that's rubbish and was jumping around <laughs> have, you thought, have you thought of taking up acting that's really good too <laughs> Love your voice. You do voiceovers. Oh, that's- <laughs> um, yeah, so that one, that one was the first one, and then uh, I wrote one at Christmas time called Tinsel Pants, and then I've just this week my third one is out, uh, which is called Prince Charm Bin, about when the fairy oh. the fairy accidentally falls in love with a bin. <laughs> oh. Well, that's that would certainly make another film called The Odd Couple. That would be no, <laughs> that's hysterical. I was going to ask as well too, because Luke, your husband, Luke, Luke's, he is, he writes music. He's a, but he also has a sound studio and and produces, you know, m- m- music stuff. For, does musical productions and recordings as a recording studio. What does Luke make of the writing, or do, have the pair of you turned into an artisan house between between you with the music and the words? We really have. We really have. We're loving the freedom. Um, we do get some very odd looks from people when they they kind of they hear that like what does what does Luke do? Well, he writes music for a living. What what do you do? Well, you write books, and they're like, but, but have you got like a a, like almost like a proper job it's like no no this is our proper job we think this is um what we're supposed to do with our lives so um yeah he's been incredibly supportive because he was already in a kind of career and in a, a thing he wanted to do with his life that is a bit yeah. more unconventional um so he's actually helped me through it because I think it's very different to a nine to five it's not um some days you feel like you get lots done other days you feel 
like it, it hasn't worked or you've written a lot but it wasn't very good and you know so he's yeah. the same with music he's helped me through and gone you know what some days are not the the best days but you just pitch up and you do it again the next day and you give it your all and some days yeah. the kind of magic happens and other days it's just a, a, a more of a slog day but you keep yeah. turning up um so he's been incredibly think, supportive yeah because yeah, I think you know what's been common with many of the people and including myself, and I know myself pretty well now, although there's lots, lots of areas of my life I don't, but there's something lovely about doing the thing you love. Yeah. And whether it involves the adventure or the risk or being an uncertainty, there's a lot about uncertainty that gives peace. And I love what you're talking about with the books because you're obviously still doing teaching, you're going into classrooms, you can take the passion about the stories with you because in a sense, the, it, your your drive isn't for for people to buy the book. It's for children to be experience freedom and help, and just to, their mental health, but also just to to learn some of these things. And so so that the book is a vehicle for that. The passion for that is fantastic, Jenny. It's great. Well, let's, just as we finish off, in, in 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 one very short sentence, what would you love to? What would be the most encouraging thing you could say to people at the start of a weekend? And you've got a weekend coming up. You've got all, if you're what would be one little encouragement that would just be a joy to people? I think find the joy in your day because there'll be something. Even if it's just like a well-boiled egg, there'll be something lovely. <laughs> you know? Well, listen, oh, that's good. It's not, it's not that happy. No, I'm going to check my fridge and the eggs have got in it and make sure that's <laughs> within, within a use-by date and do that. Jenny, I completely forgot... <laughs> I've got. I just given your first name what, for people who want to look up your author's title. What's your full name on for the author's title? My name is Jenny York. Like Jenny the, York, like the Yorkshire city York. Um, yeah, uh, York. Jenny, oh, that's Jenny very very regal. Okay, well, if you want some fantastically encouraging books that involve very odd couples of arrangements of relationships, they're all in Jenny Jenny York's books on Amazon. And in the meantime, I'm going to love you and leave you. But Jenny, speak to you soon. But lots of love and thanks for. Thanks for coming on the podcast. It's been lovely. Thank you for talking to me. See you later. Thanks, Jen. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.